get enough of your love put a little love in your heart this morning that's mitchell john here on the community prayer time network it's 6:59 central standard time and we want to say thank you for joining with us it's the last day of june 2021 what an opportunity to join together on this wednesday morning here's micah tyler i was hopeless i knew i was alive were my only songs I needed someone to come rescue me then mercy heard my plea Lord you found me you healed me you called me from the grave you gave me your real love I thank you Jesus you were
that's Micah Tyler right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. It's 7.02 Central Standard Time this morning. And our good news for today comes from God's Word. John 14, verse number 6. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto me but by the Father, or cometh to the Father but by me. Thank you for joining with us today. Hope your day's starting off great. Here in about 14 minutes or so, we're going to have our prayer time. And we want you to join with us. You can text our 24-hour text line, that number 870-205-0600. Here's the triumphant quartet. He is Waymaker.
Taking a quick look at our weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas death, uh, Arkansas weather. Going to be a chance for scattered showers and storms this afternoon. High temperatures going to be in the upper 80s, low 90s. And tonight, uh, temperatures going to drop down to the mid-70s. And so that's taking a quick look at our weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta. Here's Zach Williams. told you you're not good enough when he told you you're not right when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight when he told you you're not worthy when he told you you're not loved when he told you you're not beautiful you'll never be enough
And we want to say thank you to Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle right there in Poplar Grove off of Highway 49. Stop by and uh, see Brian and his team. They've got a great lineup of fishing supplies to meet all of your fishing needs. If you're looking to go cat fishing, crappie fishing, bass fishing, uh, even bow fishing. I saw a couple of bows in there yesterday. Stop by and see Brian. And if you need a battery, he's got batteries. He's got all of your baits and live baits as well, including worms, crickets, uh, shiners, uh, black salties, everything you need. Stop by and see Brian at Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle. That's Highway 49 in Poplar Grove, Arkansas. Thank you, Brian, for your support of the Community Prayer Time Network. And Brian is also a location sponsor for one of our community prayer boxes. It's an opportunity for you to stop in, visit with him, and uh, pick up some supplies while you're in there. But also, uh, stop and uh, take a moment to drop in a prayer request there at the Community Prayer Box. And we receive those prayer requests on a weekly basis, bring them back, and pray over those needs on the radio here in the morning program. And so, thank you for doing that, and uh, that is a great thing. It's 7-11 Central Standard Time. Here's Ken Davis, and right after that, we'll have our daily devotional. You're listening to Lighten Up with Ken Davis, brought to you by Compassion International. Lighten Up is meant to encourage your joy in the Lord. I'm Dr. Wes Stafford of Compassion with your daily dose, as author, speaker, and comedian Ken Davis has a little fun with a sad story. Bill, Jim, and Scott were at a convention together sharing a suite on the top of a 75-story building. After a long day of meetings, they were distressed to learn that the elevators in their hotel were broken and they would have to climb 75 flights of stairs to get to their room. They decided to break up the boredom of this climb. Bill said, I'll tell jokes for the first 25 flights of stairs and Jim can sing songs for the second 25 flights and Scott can tell sad stories the rest of the way. Bill stopped telling jokes when they got to the 26th floor and Jim began to sing. At the 51st floor, Jim stopped singing and Scott began to tell sad stories. Gasping for air from the 50-floor climb, Scott said, I'll tell my saddest story first. I left the keys in the car. (laughs) Sometimes I think that starting a day without spending time with the Lord and seeking his guidance is like leaving the room key in the car. Am I the only one that occasionally finds himself gasping for breath near the end of a day because I left the key to peace and patience and direction in the car? The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God and all the things we worry so much about will be added to our life. Lighten up, friends, and live. This has been Lighten Up with Ken Davis. This program is made possible by Compassion International, releasing children from poverty in Jesus' name. Please visit us on the web at Compassion.com. I'm Dr. Wes Stafford on behalf of Compassion, encouraging you to lighten up. And we always look forward to a great time with Ken Davis here on the Community Prayer Time Network morning program. It's 7.14 Central Standard Time. It's time for our daily devotional, and we are just a couple minutes running behind this morning. That's okay, though. Our prayer time is going to be coming up in just a few moments, so if you've got a prayer need, I do want to encourage you to go ahead and text our 24-hour text line now. That number again, 870-205-0600. If you're tuning in with us this morning for the first time, thank you for joining with us here on the morning program Uh, The daily devotional this morning comes from Open Windows from Lifeway Publications, and it's titled, The Stone Was Rolled Away. 
Mark 16, verse number 4, And when they looked, they saw the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. They started out just before sunrise that Sunday morning. Can you see them, Mary Magdalene, Mary, and Salome, these heartbroken women on their way to anoint Christ's body? It was an act of service for the Lord they loved. On the way, they talked about the stone between them and Christ's body. It needed to be removed so they could carry out their final loving act for the Lord they had lost. It wasn't just a stone or even a great stone. The scripture says it was a very great stone. It was bigger than their strength, bigger than their combined strength. It was beyond their ability. They had never moved a stone like this before. What the women didn't know was that the problem they thought laid before them wasn't actually a problem at all. When they arrived, the rock was not an issue anymore. God already had it under control. What a waste of energy it can be for us to focus on how we're going to accomplish a work for the God we serve. Does concern often impact your desire to serve? Does it hinder you in accomplishing God's purposes for your life? What could you and I do more for the Lord if we were to stop worrying and thinking and contemplating about the great stone that we think is in our way, but yet God has already taken care of it? What would God do with our lives? What a great thought this morning as we think about different things that God has placed in our life, opportunities and wonderful uh, ways to serve Him. And we focus on the big stone or the very great stone that lies between us and accomplishing God's purposes. But remember, my friend today, God has already dealt with the stone. God has already dealt with those obstacles. And uh, with men, this may be impossible. But with God, all things are possible because he's still rolling stones. What a great privilege on this Wednesday morning. Listen to this song from Warren, uh, Lauren Daigle right after that, our prayer time. And it's a song that talks about him still rolling stones. Maybe you've got a stone in your life you need moved this morning. Out of the shadows, bound for the gallows, a dead man walking. To love came calling Rise up, rise up, rise up, rise up Six feet under
And our prayer time here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Thank you so much for joining with us on this Wednesday morning. And we're running a few minutes behind. Normally we try to have our prayer time around 7.15 Central Standard Time. And this morning we're running a little bit late. Had some things we wanted to do this morning. Had an extra song. I tell you what, that song from Lauren Daigle right there that we just heard, Still Rolling Stones. Maybe this morning you woke up and you had a stone in your life that you said, I need God to move this stone from my life. You know, one of the lyrics of that song, Lauren Daigle talks about how she says, it felt like I had dug my own grave. Sometimes we do put ourselves in situations that maybe we shouldn't be in or maybe we cause trouble in our own lives or maybe sometimes we dig a hole that it seems like we'll never get out of. Father, we want to say thank you today that you are a stone rolling God. Lord, you move those stones out of our lives, those obstacles and those things that would hinder us from serving you and from accomplishing the purposes that you've created us to fulfill. Help us today, we pray. Help us in Jesus' name. Would you bless this prayer time? Thank you for all of our listeners. Thank you for those that are tuned in this morning. Thank you for those that are tuning in today for the very first time. Lord, I pray that our community 
would lift one another up in prayer. Thank you in Jesus' name. Answer prayer that we may see you high and lifted up. Lord, we know you're working. It sure is encouraging to see the evidence of it every now and then. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, we've got some great news to share with you in just a few minutes. We've been praying for salvation, and we've gotten word that one of those individuals we've been praying for health and praying for their relationship with God didn't know exactly where they were with the Lord. But we've been praying for their health and got good news yesterday about their salvation. I'll tell you about that in just a few minutes, but let's pray for our local churches this morning, pastors, pastors' wives. Pray for the deacons that are serving in our local churches faithfully serving God. Lord, we pray this morning for all the teams that are serving in our local churches. Lord, we pray for the Vacation Bible School next week here at First Baptist Church of Lambrook. Pray for other Vacation Bible Schools that are coming up and others that have already happened. I pray right now for the Children's Camp, the Arkansas Children's Camp right now going on. And uh, God, we pray that you would help those kids to come under the sound preaching of your word that you would work in their hearts and draw them to yourself our good news John 14 6 no man cometh unto the father but by me Jesus says so Lord we pray right now Lord help these young men young ladies come to know you as their savior thank you Lord Continue to pray for the Christian Law Association. We've been praying daily for the Christian Law Association every every weekday right here on the Community Prayer Time. And we want to say thank you, Dr. David Gibbs and their team, all that they do to help churches, help local businesses and Christians to be able to accomplish great things. And uh, you continue to lift them up in prayer pray God to help them today. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Continue to pray for Brother Melvin. Pray God to continue to help him, help the doctors and those that are tending to his care. Pray for the test results to reveal what needs to be done. Pray God to give them wisdom that as they look at those test results, that they would be able to see all that they need to see to make wise decisions. God, we pray for him. Help him today, we pray in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for Sean. Continue to pray that God will help him and Grant, his little boy, six years old. Sean was involved in a motorcycle accident a few weeks ago, and we've been praying for Sean. Lord, we pray you continue to bring healing to his body. Pray for those that are working with him. Lord, use them to point him to Christ. Help this family, we pray. Continue to pray for a two-year-old and a five-year-old. These children were taken from their mom by DHS. And the prayer request comes in prayers for the judge to rule for the best care of the kids. Lord, my heart breaks when we get prayer requests like this. This isn't 
uncommon for us to hear about situations like this, split custody or domestic disputes within the home, families that are broken and being torn apart. And it just reminds us once again to say thank you. Lord, thank you for how you've blessed us. Lord, there's no doubt it's it's possible this morning that some of our listeners have faced situations like this in their own lives. Maybe at one point they were that two-year-old or they were that five-year-old. But Lord, your, your providence made a way. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Lord, we pray for grandkids and nieces and nephews and different ones that our listeners are praying for that are facing similar situations like this two-year-old and this five-year-old. Give wisdom, we pray. Give favor. We pray for this two- and five-year-old, Lord, that they grow up in your grace and your nurture and your admonition. In Jesus' name. Continue to pray for Brian's mother. Stop by and seen Brian yesterday at Pop Pop's Bait and Tackle right there in Poplar Grove. And Brian asked us to be in prayer for his mom. She's in the rehab. And uh, you continue to lift her up in prayer that God have his hand upon her process of healing and recovery. Continue to pray for Junior's arms and continue to pray for their housing situation. They're trying to build a house. And all the way from the beginning, it's like they've hit a stone wall one after another and uh, they need prayer Lord we pray you'd help them in Jesus name continue to pray for Dr. Bill Jenkins as he recovers from his heart procedure open heart surgery him and brother Melvin had a very similar procedure done and you pray for brother Bill pray for his wife Miss Linda and if y'all are listening this morning we love you both we're going to keep praying for you. And I encourage you to listen to the His Grace Ministry daily devotional every day at noontime, every weekday at noon here on the Community Prayer Time Network. You'll be blessed. And uh, I'm excited about you joining in and listening to Dr. Bill Jenkins teach God's Word every weekday. And uh, I guess it's about a 10-minute devotional. Not, not often is it more than 10 minutes. So we just encourage you to check it out. Go by their Facebook page, YouTube page, and you can visit their website, hisgraceministry.com. And if you feel led to give to their ministry, he's an evangelistic ministry, and they travel, and as God opens up doors of opportunity, they go to different churches, and tell you, souls are being saved, lives are being changed under their ministry. You pray for them as God uses them today. Pray for a young man. I'm so excited. A young man from New York. I actually graduated uh, with a young man by the name of Kevin, and he reached out to us. Oh, it's been a few weeks ago now. All the way from New York, he said, I've been following the ministry there. God's been working in my life. And he's shared his testimony with us. I think he has uh, started a Facebook page 
a daily community of encouragement. And uh, we want to say thank you for God working in his life and using the prayer time, using the preaching ministry of First Baptist Church of Lambrook and all the resources, online resources, media, they're on our website. And he said he's been following some of those resources. So you pray for Kevin. All right, I told you I've got some big news for you. We've been praying that God would work in somebody's life and his health. We've been praying for a gentleman with cancer. He's been dealing with this cancer for some time now. Two years, I think it's been two years, and it's just been a fight. But yesterday, Mr. Jackie Swindle got word yesterday that he trusted Jesus to be his Savior, that he got saved, and that uh, he is so excited about that. Tonight, he's going to be baptized there at their home. I think they're going to probably get something figured out to be able to baptize him. You pray for pray for Brother Luke Watson. This, now, this is my neighbor, him and Miss Diane, his wife, and oh, they've been a blessing. You pray for, pray for them and pray for, of course, this is his pastor now, Brother Luke Watson. And, uh, of course, Miss Diane, she's been going to church. I was talking to their son-in-law yesterday, and he was, we were cutting up about Miss Diane. She's faithful. I thank God for her. And uh, he said, man, we cut up with Miss Diane all the time. He said, we, we tell her she goes to church enough for all of us. That's true. She's faithful. And uh, so you pray. We've had a lot of folks praying for this family. I've, I've gone by and visited with them many times here recently. Well, I say many times. It's not, but it's, I've been able to go over there and visit with them. And I was able to go by last week before we left on vacation and ask him about his salvation. And then when we got back Friday evening, we got back about 6.30 and I went over there and visited with him as soon as we got back. And uh, we just want to pray God to continue to help him. Bless him. Continue to pray for those in the situation there in Florida where the condominium collapsed. Got an updated count this morning. And they're saying they've had 12 lives that they've discovered that were lost. 12 lives, 12 people deceased that they've been able to find and uh, we pray for the 149 souls that are unaccounted for. Pray that God will continue to help these families. What a tragedy. Can you imagine getting that phone call? And in a moment's notice, everything changes. Some of you have been there. You know what that's like, don't you? Just one phone call changed a lot of things. Let me give you the number again. I've not given you the number in a while. 870-205-0600. Again, 870-205-0600. And if you've got a prayer request, we want to join with you in prayer this morning. Continue to pray for those that are facing this situation with the heat wave. They're in Washington and Oregon. Like a 115 degrees is what they were expecting temperatures to get up to. Record setting temperatures. 
you pray for those folks that are looking for air conditioners. And I was listening to a report earlier this morning, folks that can't even find a more than a box fan to keep them cool. A lot of people up that way, they don't have air conditioning. They don't have those modern conveniences like we have here in the southern states. Just don't need it. And uh, But Lord, we pray for those folks right now, Lord, that you'd help them today. Pray for the homeless there in that area. Lord, touch their lives. Pray for our first responders. Pray for our military. Continue to touch their lives, Lord. Help their families. A lot of sacrifices. Lots of sacrifices. Got a text comes in, says, please pray for, pray for Daddy. He seems to be getting weaker. Lord, I pray right now for this need. You know what it is. And Lord, we pray that you'd minister to this one. Lord, he's been dealing with cancer, been dealing with other health conditions and situations that have declined his health. I pray for this daughter and I pray for his sons. I pray for this family, Lord. Strengthen them today in Jesus' name. Continue to pray for President Biden, Vice President Harris. Pray for their lives today. Pray for wisdom. Pray for God to direct their decisions. Even when it doesn't seem to be a good decision, Lord, we pray that you would overcome. Lord, that you turn it for good. Accomplish your purposes, we pray in Jesus' name. Well, if you got an update, text us 870-205-0600. As we close our prayer time this morning, Lord, we want to say thank you. Thank you so much for loving us today. Lord, you do so much in our lives. We pray that you'd help us to be faithful to you. Help us to honor you in everything that we do and say, go before us today, prepare our steps. As we put on the whole armor of God, I pray that our minds would be protected with the helmet of salvation, that our hearts would be guarded with the breastplate of righteousness. Help us not to compromise and to stand firm in the faith with our loins geared about with truth. May our feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Help us to shield those fiery darts of the wicked one with the shield of faith. And Lord, we pray for that sword of the Spirit. Lord, the Word of God, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Help us to carry your word and hide your word in our hearts today that we might not sin against you, that we might fight off temptations. Lord, we submit to you. We submit to your word today. Help us not to stop praying. Help us to go through this day with a prayerful attitude, but also, Lord, help us to discern ways that we can pray for one another, our co-workers, our family members, our spouses, our children, our grandchildren, our parents, health needs. Lord, help us today in Jesus' name we pray for your glory. Here's Dr. Adrian Rogers with the 
moment in the word and just a few moments we're going to have our daily bible reading we are in john chapter 14 today john chapter 14 but before we do that we're going to have our trivia question so don't go anywhere here's dr adrian rogers from love worth finding here's adrian rogers with a treasure from the word now, anything you do long enough, you get good at. If you reject the gospel long enough, you become a professional gospel rejecter. Your heart can get hard. I illustrate it this way. If you've ever been out in the woods, have you seen some charred stump of a pine, black and covered with charcoal, it's just burned over? Now, what happened? Well, there was a time as somebody came in there and cut that pine tree down, and then there comes a fire in the brush. And when the fire comes roaring by, that stump blazes. It catches fire. After a while, it burns itself out, and it's charred and blackened. In a year or so, that underbrush grows up again. Again, there's a fire, and that stump this time, if the fire is hot enough, it will burn not nearly as bright, not nearly as long, and then it'll go out. But you know there will come a time when no matter how hot the fire is, when it comes to that stump, it just jumps over. The Bible speaks of those whose conscience are seared with a hot iron. Their hearts are charred, hardened. They're like the stump that is burnt over. And that's the reason the Bible says today, if you will hear God's voice, harden not your heart. For more about Love Worth Finding and Adrian Rogers, visit our website at lwf.org. Thank you to LNW, Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Services in Perry, Florida, for their support of the Community Prayer Time Network as we provide programming like Love Worth Finding. You can enjoy the Love Worth Finding program every weekday at 8 a.m. and again in the evening times at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you to LNW Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Services for your support of the Community Prayer Time Network. You can visit their website, gulfbreezerealestate.net or contact their office today by phone. That's 850 5101. You're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network. And it's time for our trivia question on this Wednesday morning. And the trivia question, on average, this is the oldest item that you might find in your refrigerator. If you were to go to your refrigerator right now, start looking through all the different items in there, what would be the oldest item you would find? This is number two on the list. You text us, let us know, 870-205-0600, and we've got a free devotional we're going to put in the mail for you today. So you text us again, 870-205-0600, and we're looking for the oldest item in your refrigerator. As long as I got him, 
All right, what do you think the answer is? The oldest item in your refrigerator. Go ahead and take a trip to the refrigerator real quick. Start looking in there and see what the oldest item is. Somebody says pickles. Is the answer pickles? We're looking for the number two answer. The number two answer, the oldest item that you might find in your refrigerator, what will it be? You text us, let us know. Pickles is a great answer. I love pickles, and I think that the longer they sit there in the refrigerator, the better they get. Can I get an amen this morning? Not the answer we're looking for, but send us another guess. What do you think it is this morning? The oldest item, 870-205-0600. We're looking for the second oldest oldest item, but number two answer. All right. You text us. All right, we've got about one minute left. Let us know what you think the answer is. This is the oldest item in your refrigerator, but I'm looking for the number two answer. Take a trip to your refrigerator real quick. Take the radio with you. What's the number two? And uh, we've got one. Is it the light bulb? <laughs> All right. Yeah, it probably is. Not the answer we're looking for, but that, that that's a great answer. That's a great answer. I don't know what the oldest item would be as far as the light bulb. You let us know this morning, 870-205-0600. I don't know when the last time was that we changed our light bulb. And uh, some people let their light bulb go out and they never replace it, do they? I wonder how many people have a refrigerator without a light in it. Hey, that'd, that'd be an interesting, might have to check that out one day. Make that the trivia question. All right, just a few more seconds left. 870-205-0600. Oh, that's Nick Fields here on the Community Prayer Time Network. As long as I've got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. What a great song for this Wednesday morning. Thank you for tuning in to the Community Prayer Time Network. If you're just tuning in with us, we are uh, having our trivia question, and the trivia question is, on average, this is the oldest item you might find in someone's refrigerator, but we're looking for the number two answer, and the number two answer coming up right after 
this. It's time now for the Mefford Minute with Janet Mefford. Southern Baptist Convention President Ed Litton was barely elected before facing both a heresy and a plagiarism scandal, and now he's facing even more allegations of sermon plagiarism and deception. A newly unearthed video shows Litton admitting he's lied about the length of his sermon preparation and a sermon illustration, while another video purports to show Litton again plagiarizing former SBC President J.D. Greer. Litton's also removed more than 100 videos from his website since his first scandal broke, so who knows what might surface next. Keep in mind the SBC canceled the radio show of former Ethics and Religious Liberty Commission head Richard Land for quoting material without attribution. Not only should Litton resign as president of the SBC, but he should resign as a pastor for no longer being above reproach. If not, the SBC must fire him. Not just the world, but God is watching. I'm Janet Mefford. For more of Janet's perspective, listen to Janet Mefford today or online at JanetMefford.com. And you can enjoy more of Janet Medford's teaching when you tune in during the week at 4 o'clock in the afternoons here on the Community Prayer Time Network. All right, this is on average the oldest item that you might find in your refrigerator. The number two answer that we were looking for this morning is baking soda. You know, that yellow box that's sitting right there on the shelf. And uh, it's probably one of the only things in your refrigerator right now that doesn't grow mold, right? And uh, it's supposed to be for, you know, neutralizing the odor in your refrigerator and keeping things fresh. But... If we really believe that it worked, why don't we change it more regularly than we really do? I don't understand that. But, hey, that's just the way that our minds work sometimes and the way things are. It's one of those things that's kind of out of sight, out of mind. And, uh, well, that's our time now for our trivia. It's 7.48 Central Standard Time here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Time for our daily Bible reading. We are currently in the Gospel according to John and we're in the 14th chapter today. So John chapter number 14. Hope you've got your Bibles ready. And let's join together as we read God's Word. John 14 Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare place for you. And if I go and prepare place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works." Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever he shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. 
and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another Comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away, and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world cometh, and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise. Let us go hence. And that's our daily Bible reading right here on the Community Prayer Time Network. We've been in John chapter number 14 today. Tomorrow we'll pick up in John chapter number 15. And we'll look forward to that time together on the morning program around 740 tomorrow morning. Here's Karen Peck and New River. I want to know how it feels. Just a quick look at our weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta. Uh, Going to be a chance for scattered showers and possible Storms this afternoon and evening, high temperatures today in the upper 80s and into the 90s. Low temperatures tonight dropping into the mid-70s. Here's Karen Peck.
From the files of Unshackled, Pacific Garden Mission presents Free Indeed. For years, I was a successful stonecutter, known all around the city of Chicago for my work. I was also known for my drinking. On the night of my baby daughter's funeral, I was so drunk I nearly knocked over her casket. I had to face myself for the first time. Years before, I wandered into a mission and heard the gospel. That night, those words flooded my mind. I was a selfish, pig-headed drunk, and I fell to my knees and begged God to forgive me and change me. My wife didn't believe I was serious. She had seen me at my worst. But I was a new man. I started reading the scriptures every night. One day, I took a trip down to the mission I'd visited before and started telling a man all that Jesus had done for me. When I was done, he asked me what I was doing for Jesus. We prayed together, and I knew that God was requiring more of me. I started attending church and preaching and counseling at the mission. When my son was killed in the war in Europe, it made me more aware of the urgency of living for Christ now, not tomorrow. I gave up my business, and every spring I'd drive into the rural areas of Wisconsin, set up my tent, and preach the gospel. This was the path of discipleship the Lord chose for me. I'm Holland Oates. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. If you would like to be free from the weight of sin by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, call 1-888-NEED-HIM right now. Free Indeed is a production of Pacific Garden Mission, 1458 South Canal Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60607. Email unshackled at pgm.org. And we want to say thank you for listening to the Community Prayer Time Network. It's 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. It's time for Dr. Adrian Rogers' Love Worth Finding here on the Community Prayer Time Network, your listener-supported Christian online radio. From the Love Worth Finding studios in Memphis, Tennessee, I'm Byron Tyler here with Carrie Vaughn, the CEO of Love Worth Finding. Carrie, today Adrian Rogers, Investing for Life, Part 2. And you know, life is not lived in length, it's lived in depth. Absolutely, and it's lived every single day. And what a great passage out of Genesis 37. You know, we should really desire that our life counts for the Lord. And every aspect of it counts for the Lord, right? And one of the things I love about this sermon, and, and we've heard it many times, and God was with him, and God was with him, and God was with him, but God was for him. God was for Joseph, and God is for you, and he's for me. I think that's so important to remember when we're facing deep trials and valleys in life. When we're there, God is actually for us. That's exactly right. Not only is he with us, but he is for us, and he is the way, the truth, and the life, which means he will make a way. Well, Adrian Rogers says God doesn't promise to fulfill our fantasies, but God does want to give us a divine aspiration, divine inspiration, divine inclination to be what we ought to be. I love the way he words that. <laughs> I do, too. There's another Adrianism that says this, God doesn't want you to have an easy life. God wants you to have an exciting life. John 10, 10, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Well, this world, Carrie, as you know, wants to squeeze us into its mold. But Romans 12, 2 reminds us, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's right. So we're set apart, and we know that Joseph was faithful in the small things way before he was faithful in the big things. 
something else Adrian Rogers says, God doesn't want you to have an easy life. God wants you to have an exciting life. God just put Joseph through all of those troubles because he was training him. Look, that's a good way to look at it. I think when we go through trials or tribulations, what if we just took a step back and say, okay, I'm in training day today. God is training me. He's refining me, and it's going to be okay. (laughs) Sometimes we don't like that training. No, we don't. We don't. We've heard many times, you know, from the pit uh, to Potiphar's house to the palace, God was training Joseph every step of the way. Well, Kerry, we always love hearing from our Love We're Finding listeners, and I believe you have someone now who has written in. I do. It says this, I have listened to Adrian Rogers and grown as a Christian for many years. I recently downloaded the Love Worth Finding app and have enjoyed listening to him so much more. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for keeping Love Worth Finding going. You know, Carrie, when this listener said I downloaded the app, reminded me of something special this Sunday night, July 4th, on our Love Worth Finding digital outlets. There's going to be a special broadcast with Adrian Rogers, Christian Citizenship. It's going to be on our Facebook channel, YouTube, loveworthfinding.org. At 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, you'll be able to hear an incredible challenge from Adrian Rogers on Christian Citizenship. Byron, that's right. What better way to keep Love Worth Finding going? You know, for our listener, you may have received information through radio only, and I can say that this provides another venue, it's another way to check out our digital format through Love Worth Finding. The message will be Christian citizenship. I was reading the booklet the other day, and I had really two takeaways. Number one, I have the responsibility to pray for my nation, and I need to do that on a regular basis. Regardless of who's in leadership, I need to pray. Number two, I also have the opportunity, the distinct opportunity, to participate. What better way to move the needle across our nation, what better way to support our leadership than to be a true Christian citizen? Again, friend, that special broadcast this Sunday night, July 4th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, Christian Citizenship. It's available on our digital platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and lwf.org. Well, with today's message, Investing for Life, Part 2, here's Adrian Rogers. I want to talk to you about investing for life, and uh, what I want to use as a framework is the life of one of the most noble young men that I know anything about in the Bible whose name was Joseph. And I want to give you some things that will help you to invest in life and to live life in depth, not merely in length. Number one, learn to dream. Dare to be a dreamer. Joseph dreamed a dream, and he told it his brethren, and they hated him yet the more. This was not some inordinate, silly ambition, but God had given to him a dream. It was a God-given dream that one day the world's rulers would bow at his feet and the world's resources would be in his hands. God gave him that dream. And when he told the dream, he was not boasting, he was not bragging, because the dream was for God and the dream was for the benefit of other people. Now let me say this, that if you would invest your life, you need to get a dream, a God-given dream. Do you have a vision? Have you dreamed a dream? 
Again, I want to say I'm not talking about carnal ambition. I'm not talking about silly daydreams. God doesn't promise to fulfill our fantasies, but God does want to give us a divine aspiration, divine inspiration, divine inclination to be what we ought to be. Now, number two, not only do you need to dare to dream, but you need to remember your distinctiveness. Remember that the you you see is the you you will be. God made you very, very special. You're different. Look, if you will, in verse 3. Now, Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. Now, Joseph stood out from his brothers. He was different. He dared to be different. Now, his brothers resented him for it. I have had people to try to get me to back out of the ministry. When I was announced as a teenager that God had called me to preach, there were those who said things like this, you can make more money doing something else, or you will never succeed in the ministry, or uh, you'll never make it, you won't last, and all of those things. The, there, the, the world has plenty of wet blankets to put out your fire. Why, why do people resent it when you go on in the things of God? Because your spiritual success shows them up for what they are, spiritual failures. Now, Joseph was surrounded by negativism. And uh, these brothers of Joseph resented him because he wanted to go on and claim his distinctiveness for Christ. Do you know we live in a very negative society? Paul Harvey said that 97.2% of the news that we read is negative. You think about the newspaper. When's the last time you read some good news on the front page? It, it, it's so depressing. Every morning you get up and read the newspaper before breakfast, the riots, rapes, murders, bombings. Even we read the weather report, it's negative. It'll say 20% chance of rain. Why don't they say it's 80% chance of sunshine? And you go down the road, and there's a thing they call it a stoplight. Why don't they call it a go light? Uh, we, we are, we're just negative. We live in a, a negative society. And if you're not careful, you're going to fall right into it. To see yourself as special, to see yourself as somebody is not pride. Remember that verse I told you, be not conformed this world. Don't let Joseph's brother squeeze you in, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. And then he said, I say to those, every man amongst you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man a measure of grace. 
And, and in that passage, he says, think three times. Think, think, think. Not think more highly of yourselves than you ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man a measure of grace. What do you do with your renewed mind? You think with it. And what do you do? You, you, you assess yourself. You say, who am I? Where am I? Uh, I'm not talking about sinful exaggeration. I'm not talking about false humiliation. I'm talking about sober estimation to see who you are. God made you special. Don't think that just some people are special. And so uh, learn to be distinctive, to stand out, and to say, I am special, that God has a plan, a destiny for me, and I want to discover that destiny. Now, here's the third thing. Learn to turn your problems into possibilities. In this life, you're going to have problems. All people have problems. Don't get the idea that there's some people who, who uh, have problems and other people don't have problems. If you continue to read this 37th chapter of Genesis that we're in, we're going to find out. Here's, here's some of the things. You think you have problems. Joseph was scorned by his brothers, hated by his brothers. In verse 8, in verse 18, it tells about a conspiracy that they got together against him. Verse 24, they tied him up and threw him down into a slimy pit. In verse 28, He's sold as a slave and carried off to a foreign country. If you go on and read the book of Genesis in chapter 39, he's falsely accused of rape, put in prison. In chapter 40, he's forgotten in prison, and those who are supposed to help him to get out of prison and remember him, forget him. This man's life is replete with problems. What's the difference in people? Some have problems and some don't have problems. That's not the difference. I love the ocean, and... Um, I used to have a sailboat that I sailed around some when I was in Florida. But if you, if you will uh, notice sailboats, one will be going in this direction and another will be going in this direction, both of them sailing with the same wind. Do you know how that works? One boat goes this way and one boat goes that way and they're both sailing with the same wind? Well, the poet put it this way, one ship goes east, another west. By the self-same winds that blow, tis the set of the sail and not the gale that determines the way they go. And then the poet said, like the ships at sea are the ways of fate as we voyage along through life. Tis the set of the soul that determines the goal, not the calm or the strife. That's a lot of wisdom in that poem. Problems don't mean that God doesn't love you. Problems don't mean that you cannot uh, uh, attain in life and, uh, and maximize your life and invest in life. Joseph in Genesis chapter 50, when he looked back on all of his life, all of his ups and downs and ins and outs and the problems that he'd had, his brothers had sold him into slavery. He looked them in the face, and this is what he said to them, But as for you, ye thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as, as it is this day and to save much people alive. Do you know what that is? That's just an Old, state, Old Testament statement of Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good uh, to them who love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. God doesn't want you to have an easy life. God wants you to have an exciting life. 
God put Joseph through all of these troubles because he was training him. Learn to turn those problems into possibilities and learn that because you're having difficulty, God is, is still working in your life. One great man said, the door to the room of opportunity swings on the hinges of opposition. Now, here's the final thing that I want you to do as you are investing in your life and determining that you're not going to live a shallow life, that you're going to live a life in depth and not in mere length and width. And it is this, learn to practice the presence of God. Fast forward to chapter 39 and look with me for a moment. There's one sentence in uh, verse 2 that is repeated over and over again that epitomizes why Joseph was such a great man. Look, if you will, in chapter 39, verse 2. The Bible says, And the Lord was with Joseph. Then skip down to verse 3. The Bible says, And the master saw that the Lord was with him. Then look, if you will, in, in verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph. Look, if you will, in verse 23. The keeper of the prison looked not at anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him, and the him refers again to Joseph. The Lord was with him. 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 And in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, when Stephen is preaching that magnificent sermon, he says in Acts chapter 7 and verse 9, and the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. And that's the thing that, that, that uh, Stephen remembered. God was with him. God was with this young man. He sold, he's put in a pit. He sold it to an Ishmaelite caravan going to Egypt. I can see him there as he's put on the slave block and uh, uh, he, the whip uh, whistles through the air. His hands are tied and uh, some barker, some auctioneer says, what am I bid for this fine 17-year-old boy? And old Potiphar was there and looked at Joseph. Potiphar was the head of the uh, Pharaoh's KGB. He was the, uh, he was the chief enforcer, uh, the head of Pharaoh's guard. And he buys Joseph. And Joseph goes to serve Potiphar, not with rebelliousness, not with a sullen look. Joseph, now who is a slave, makes his job his temple of devotion. And in the New Testament, there's a verse that describes the life of Joseph. It's Colossians 3, verse 24. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. He's talking about slaves. He said, just serve the Lord. You're serving the Lord Christ. Verse 3, chapter 39, verse 3 says that, that uh, Potiphar took notice of this. And the master saw the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. What a testimony Joseph had. Potiphar, who has bought this boy in the slave market, says, hey, I got a pretty good bargain. Look at this. Everything that lad touches, it seems to prosper. Look how hard he works. Look how wise he is. He serves a God named Jehovah. I wish I had more servants 
who were servants of Jehovah. Joseph learned to serve Potiphar and was faithful in small things before he was faithful in big things. God makes servants before he makes rulers. Then I want you to see that God was with him not only in this mundane servitude, but God was with him when he was facing the great moral issues of life and his self-control. And I'll not take time to read the story because you know it, but in verses 6 through 21 about in this chapter, uh, the Bible describes how handsome Joseph was. He was a virile young man. The Bible says he was a goodly young man. It means he was, he was uh, uh, very physically attractive. And his master Potiphar had a wife who began to have impure inclinations, and she began to lust after Joseph, and she began to make overtures to Joseph and tried to seduce Joseph. And Joseph, uh, in order to keep himself pure, just distanced himself from her. But uh, upon a time, uh, uh, she caught him there at, an, at, at what she considered to be an opportune moment and tried to drag him into an adulterous bed, and Joseph so fled that he left his coat in that place, and she uh, so uh, scorned and, and so angry in a pit, in uh, and, and, and a fit, she tore her own clothes and took the robe of Joseph and began to scream, help, help. And uh, they all came running in there, and she said, that young man tried to rape me. And Joseph is cast into prison. What else could Potiphar do? His wife had accused this man. Could Potiphar say to his wife, you're telling a lie? She was lying. But God was with Joseph. Do you know what kept Joseph from sinning? Look, if you will, in verse 9. Joseph said to her, There's none greater in this house than I, neither hath he, that is, my master, kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? You see, God was with him. God was with him. You know what kept me pure as a young man? Not reading books about purity. God himself. The fact that I could not sin against God. This sin is not primarily against your wife or against your husband or against some other woman or against your own body. It's, it's against God. And so here God is, is with Joseph. Joseph just gets out of there. He, he runs away. The Bible says there's a way to escape. Sometimes it's two legs and a hard run. And that's what Joseph did. And again, God was with him when he was suffering. And I don't have time to tell you that. You don't have time to listen except to say this, that Joseph is in prison. And the last few verses tell us in verse 21, the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hands all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, for he was the doer of it, the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. What I'm saying to you, my friend, is practice the presence of God. If God gives you a hard job to do, do it as unto the Lord. If God puts you in a situation where you are tempted to compromise, to steal, to commit adultery, to tell a lie, practice the presence of the Lord and say, I cannot do this thing against God. If God gives you an opportunity for leadership, do it as God enables you to do it. And whatever your hand finds to do, do it with your might and 
practice the presence of the Lord. You say, well, Adrian, all that you say tonight about living a life in depth is good, but Adrian, God called you when you were a teenage boy. God put his hand upon Joseph when he was a 17-year-old lad and even before that. I'm an old man. I've missed the call of God upon my life. Friend, let me tell you something. The wisest thing that you could do, whether you're 17, 50, 75, or 95, right now would be to make a full surrender to the Lord and say, Lord, I want you to help me to make up for those wasted years. I want you, Lord, to give me a dream. Give me a dream today. If I have five years, one year, three months, 20 years, whatever it is, Lord, I want to go out with a blaze of glory. Lord, I want to know your will for my life. God, give me a dream. Help me, Lord, to dare to be different. Help me, Lord, to turn my problems into possibilities. Lord, help me to practice your presence wherever I am. Lord, if you won't make me the prime minister of Egypt or keep me in prison, it makes no difference. Lord, if I'm in your will, that's all that really matters. The highest place is just in the center of God's will, wherever it is. But I want to be like that soldier I met on that airplane. I want to say that my life was lived not in length, but in depth. Don't you? Let's bow together in prayer. Father God, I pray that you'll just help us that we'll dare to, to dream big dreams because we serve a big God. Lord, not to aspire to carnal ambition, but Lord, to want to lay hold of that for which you've laid hold of us. And Lord, that we might so yield our lives that you can take ordinary people like us and do extraordinary things. For we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. Amen. What a powerful message for each of us today. The highest place is just in the center of God's will, wherever it is. Maybe today as you've listened, there are questions you have regarding your faith in Jesus. We'd love to offer an insightful resource at the website. It's our Discover Jesus page. You'll find answers there you may need about your faith. There's a response section. You can share how this message or others have made a difference in your life. Just go to lwf.org radio and click the tab at the top that says Discover Jesus. We can't wait to hear from you. Well, thanks for studying in God's Word with us today. As a reminder, if you'd like to receive daily devotions and links to our program, be sure to sign up for the Daily Heartbeat emails at lwf.org radio. And tune in next time for more profound truth simply stated through the messages of Adrian Rogers right here on Love Worth Finding. LNW Gold Breeze Real Estate has been a supporter of the Community Prayer Time Network and their help to provide programming like Love Worth Finding with Dr. Adrian Rogers. What an opportunity we have to partner with this great business, Gulf Breeze Real Estate and Title Services. 
And uh, they're located in Perry, Florida. Their motto, Proverbs 22, verse 1, A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. If you need to purchase or sell a home, if you're looking for a rental, whether that's vacation rental or long-term rental, property management, title services, visit their website, gulfbreezerealestate.net. They're located at 117 West Main Street in Perry, and their phone number, 850-584-5101. Our good news on this Wednesday morning, John 14, verse number 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Taking a quick look at our weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta, a chance for scattered showers and possible thunderstorms this afternoon and into the evening hours. High temperatures are going to be in the upper 80s to the 90s, and low temperatures dropping tonight into the mid-70s. That's a quick look at your weather forecast for the eastern Arkansas Delta and your good news for today from John 14, verse number 6. It's 826 Central Standard Time here at the Community Prayer Time Network. Here's the Gaither Vocal Band, Because He Lives. Oh, aren't you thankful today that He lives? And because He lives, we can face today, we can face tomorrow, whatever challenges come in our lives. Our newborn baby and And the joy that he gives, oh, but greater still, the calm assurance we can face uncertain days because he
pill a day makes your child perfect? I don't think so. From Keys for Kids Ministries, here's Greg Yoder with a Keys for Kids Parent Minute. You ever wish you could buy a pill for your two-year-old so they'll obey you the first time with a polite, okay, mommy, or okay, daddy, a pill that would make your child always smile and wait patiently for their food or other things? Greg, you're dreaming, right? Obviously, that doesn't exist. Parenting takes time, energy, persistence, and patience. Mostly, it takes being there when the window of opportunity to your child's heart becomes briefly receptive to that nugget of truth you want to share with them. Are you making sure you're alert and ready when your kid's heart is open? This is part of the joy and the challenge of being a mom or dad. To receive the free Keys for Kids devotional, go to keysforkids.org slash subscribe.
You've already seen my mess You've already chosen mercy You've already known my failure You've already shown me grace You see all the shame that's hidden within me Still you love me anyway Still you love me anyway I'm coming with a heart wide And that's Jason Crabb, heart wide open here on the Community Prayer Time Network. Thank you for joining with us on this last day of June. It's Wednesday morning, 838 Central Standard Time, and we're so glad to have you on the other side of the speaker with us. Could you imagine how much more we could do if we stopped worrying about everything in our lives and just came to God with hearts wide open? Our good news on this Wednesday, John 14, verse 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's your good news on this Wednesday, John 14, verse number 6. Thank you for tuning in with us. You're going to hear about an eight-second moment of silence. We're transitioning to the programming for today. Coming up at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, we'll hear from Pastor Kurt Skelly, a podcast titled Everyday Truth, and we're excited about joining with us together, Pastor Kurt Skelly, Everyday Truth at 9 o'clock. 
Thank you for tuning in. If you've got a prayer request, make sure you reach out to us, 870-205-0600. That's our 24-hour text line, and we'd love to hear from you today. You're listening to the Community Prayer Time Network, your listener-supported online Christian radio.